It's the Sunday Showcase on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. It's Sunday. You're listening to the Sonic Society on the Mutual Audio Network, episode 644. I'm Jack Ward, and with my co-host, the world's largest showcase of modern audio drama, we have David All. David, we've got two incredible weeks ahead of us. Yes, good morning, everyone. Happy new month. It is now May. And yes, Jack, we have a special world broadcast premiere with Jake Muller Adventures from Darby Kern. And the excitement all begins right here on the Sonic Society. Tannhauser Gate Entertainment presents The Jake Muller Adventures, Unidentified. cold the Michigan winters get, no matter how much it stinks in the ambulance bay, no matter how much they taught us in nurses school, we still come out here to smoke on our breaks. Can I bum one? What are you talking about? You have 48 hours off when your shift is done. I'm not going to see my kid until this time tomorrow. <laughs> your kid is 23. He'll be okay. I saw on TV, I suppose it get even colder. Welcome to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Abandon hope for warmth, all you who enter here. I'll see you in a couple Look of out! What is this? Someone couldn't wait for an ambulance. We need some help here. What are you doing? Come on, give me a hand. I, I found this girl out on Lake Elizabeth. She's not even wearing a jacket. Yeah, that's not I even the weird part. Pion. I ain't Pion. That's all she said. She won't say who Pion is. I ain't Pion. Who are you? That, that's my nephew, Peter. He and I were hunting well, out save on... it. Let's get her inside. Couldn't either of you spare a coat or blanket for her? I gave her my coat. She didn't want Holy it. Holy cow, she's burning up. I ain't tired. All right, you ain't tired. Here, take a seat. Is trauma three open? What do you got? My nephew and I found her out on Lake Elizabeth. Dressed like this, jeans and a football jersey? Yeah, and she- We're gonna take her to trauma three, Doug. Be right there. I ain't tired. That's the only thing she said so far. I can't even get her name out of her. Wait, uh, what'd you say, sweetheart? I ain't tired. Do you know who this pie-eyed guy is? Sounds like she's Cajun. It's not a person. She's saying she ain't pie-eyed. Pie-eyed? Drunk. She's saying she's not drunk. Well, it might not be tequila, but something is heating her up. Take her back. I'll be right there. Is she gonna be all right, Doc? We'll have to see. You say you found her in a frozen lake like that? She was just wandering around? Well, no, not exactly. I had a shot at a buck, and we were tracking it along the edge of the lake. Which way did it go? Uh, the tracks go off that way. I don't see any blood. Maybe I didn't hit it. There it goes. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Uh, Uncle Jake, what is that? I, I don't, don't move. I can't see anything. 
you okay? I think so. <laughs> You're covered in leaves. <laughs> you too, Pete. You look like the swamp thing. What's that? It came from over there, on the lake. Is that a girl? Come on. How'd she get there? She ain't wearing a jacket. Hey, hey, are you okay? So that's your story? She was standing out in the middle of a frozen lake, four degrees outside, in jeans and a football jersey? It's all true. Seems crazy to me too, officer, but it's even weirder than that. Weirder? Okay, sure. When we got to her, there were no footprints in the snow. Besides hers? No, I'm saying there were no footprints at all, not even hers. And the snow was six or seven inches deep. It was like she fell out of the sky. Fell out of the sky. Okay, can I see some ID? Yeah, here's my license, here's my business card too, it has all my contact info. Jake Muller, Noble Security, Illinois? I live in Chicago. What are you doing in Michigan? My nephew and I go hunting each year. You're the nephew? Uh-huh. Do you have your permits with you? Right here. Mine's in my jacket in the car. Want me to go get it? Don't worry about it right now. Just stick around, okay? I'm not going anywhere. I know that look on your face, Jake. You're making plans. No, this is the face I make when I'm making plans. So what's that face you're making right now all about? I have no idea what's going on here. That girl was standing on the middle of the lake, snow almost up to her knees, and she was still putting off enough heat to keep her from freezing. And no footprints. And no footprints. I am befuddled. Does that mean confused? Hey guys, I don't know if you remember me. Everything was so crazy when you brought that girl in. Yeah, is she okay? She should be fine. We've given her a sedative. Good. What do you think happened to her out there? I have no idea. I really don't know. It seems kind of freaky. You can say that again. Mr. Muller? Mm -hmm. Sorry, I didn't want to wake you, but I thought you'd want to know. Our patient is resting comfortably. I think she's gonna be fine. Oh, uh, how long was I asleep? I don't know. It's 6 a.m. Is your nephew? Uh, yeah, his mom came to get him around midnight. Uh, so she's gonna be okay? She's probably okay now. I can't find anything wrong with her. Even the fever is gone. Fever? You call that a fever? She felt like she'd been in a broiler. I don't know what else to call it, but it's gone. Her. Heart rate is normal, blood pressure is good. Um, was she uh, assaulted in any way? No signs of it. We'll find out more when she wakes up. Hey, can I ask you something? Yeah. You are the Jake Muller that owns Noble Security, right? You wrote that book about rescuing Ambassador Blevins? Uh-huh. Wow. Thanks for your service. Uh, I, I wasn't in the Army by that time. I was working as a private citizen. Well. I know what you went through. Blevins was my second cousin. No kidding. Small world. And I knew Sharon Lane, too. Yeah. Uh, look, right now, I just want to do something to help this girl here. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I get it. So can I see her? Let's let her rest for now. Like I said, it's still early. Hey, isn't that a room? What? Yeah. yeah. That guy with the camera's going into a room. Hey! Hang on a second. Hey, what are you doing? Who told you? Tyson. T 
Tyson Steffen. Oh, hey, Dr. Holman. You know this guy? His mom is one of our nurses. Oh, I, I think I talked to her last night. Yeah, I see the resemblance. And she talked to me as soon as she came home. Told me all about this girl. Would you stop taking pictures? Let's take this outside. I want her to rest. All right, so I want to know who you are and what you're doing here. I'm head of fact in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Fact? Friends of aliens and counter-terrestrials. Counter-terrestrials? Is that a thing? He's kind of our local alien enthusiast. Alien enthusiast. I investigate UFO sightings and other paranormal stuff. Are you the guy that found her? Yeah. Oh, cut it out. I'd really like to talk to her. She's still asleep. She's not talking to anyone. Oh, I better skedaddle. The G-men are here. Wait, hang on a second. Good morning. I'm Special Agent David Beck, Federal Bureau of Investigation. Are you the doctor taking care of this girl? That's her, all right. I was the doctor on duty when she was brought in. I'm Doug Holman. Don't ask me who she is, though. I'm guessing you already know since you have her picture. Who are you? Jake Muller. I found her. So who is she? Jake Muller. Tell you what. You two stay here while I go in and look at her, and in three minutes I'll tell you everything you want to know. What are you going to do? Send her picture to someone. Confirm her identity. Three minutes. We'll be waiting. Mind turning that TV off? Could you tell us what's going on? I mean, what do I need to know here? Okay, listen good, because I'm not going through this twice. Her name is Julianne Cormier. She left a football party yesterday afternoon and never arrived home. Her mother identified her from the picture I just sent. So why is the FBI involved? This isn't exactly a federal issue, is it? I mean, she didn't wander onto that lake from Wisconsin. No, no she didn't, but this is federal. Why? Because she disappeared yesterday from Acadia Parish, Louisiana. Louisiana? That's a thousand miles from here. A little more. What time did she leave the party? Right after the Saints game, around four o'clock. Uh, that's not possible. My nephew and I found her at around 4.15, 4.20. There's no time zone change. She could have traveled a thousand miles. Over a thousand. Okay, over a thousand miles in 20 minutes. Even if she'd gone right to the airport, there's no way she could have done that. I am in complete agreement with you. There's no way. Well, good. I'm glad we agree. Absolutely no way. Except she did it. What? The apartment where she was watching the Saints game has a surveillance system. She's on video leaving the building at 4.03. I assume you're going to stick to 4.30 as the time you found her? If anything, it was before 4.30. The sun wasn't even close to setting. UFO. So you can appreciate why I'm having problems with this whole 4.30 scenario. Look, the hospital has video cameras too. You can check. It was maybe a little after 5 when we got here from Lake Elizabeth. How far is that? Half an hour? UFO. What? UFO. Don't get me wrong, I don't believe in this stuff. At least I think I don't, but... There was a guy around here earlier, one of those cellar dwellers. He's a UFO guy. Do me a favor, keep him away from me. Those window lickers have interfered with a couple of my investigations in the past. You're not a UFO believer? Please. You? I guess I don't really know enough to say. From what I know about you, you don't seem like the type. Good morning, Julianne. Do you remember me? You a doctor? That's right. I'm Dr. Holman. This is Jake. Hello. And this is Mr. Beck. Hello, Julianne. I'm glad you like your breakfast. Your appetite seems to be back. Feels like I ain't eaten a week. I could go for another stack of pancakes here. And some sausage? I might be able to arrange that. Let's just take a look at you first. Let me look in your eyes. Good. 
Follow my finger with your eyes. Good. Let's look at your throat. Say ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. Good. Could you tell me your name? Julianne Cormier. And your home address? 5472 Glory Lane. What city? Ermental. Do you know where you are? Hospital. Do you know how you got here? I don't remember. No. Wait. He was there. That guy. That's right. I brought you here. Do you remember where I found you? No. Do you know what hospital you're in? The one in Crawley, yeah? Julianne, you're in Escanaba, Michigan. Nah, that ain't possible. I ain't never heard of no whatever that city is. Julianne, you're a thousand miles from home. Do you have any idea how you got here? What? No. How long was I asleep? I brought you here yesterday. And I'm not in Acadia Parish? Nope. I think I'm gonna be sick. So, Mr. Muller, what do you think of that? I think it doesn't add up. Even our military doesn't have a plane that flies 3,000 miles an hour. Does it? This is why I don't like those UFO jerks sticking their faces in these investigations. <laughs> so you're not going to join Fax? Hang out with that Tyson kid? I can't take those guys seriously. I hear what you're saying, but this... That's him over there. I don't know what to think. Excuse me. Excuse me. The local news station would like to talk to you. Channel 18 News. Oh, give me a break. Let me guess. This is the local UFO nut you warned me about? Hey. Yeah. Listen, Tyson, I don't have anything to say to you or Channel 18. Was that girl abducted? How would I know? Did she end up on that lake from a UFO? Get lost, kid. Nobody's going to answer your questions. Who are you? I'm Special Agent David Beck with the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Why did the FBI get called in? I heard the cherry pie was pretty good around here. That's all we get? Come on. You know I'm not going to tell you anything about an active investigation. Why do you waste your time? We want the truth. Yeah? What well, truth is that? That the government is hiding proof of the existence of extraterrestrials. Sounds like you've got it all figured out. Now, let me give you another piece of truth. If you set foot in her room or even this wing of the hospital, I will have you all arrested and your equipment impounded. The Constitution protects us. The law is protecting that girl. So if you value your mother's job, stay away. Come on, Jake. Let's get a cup of coffee. I'm buying. Morning. Oh, wow, Pete. <laughs> I didn't expect to see you up before noon. Are my folks gone already? Uh, your dad's at work. Your mom is running some errands. Are you driving back to Chicago today? Actually, I'm heading back to Escanaba. I've been hanging out at the hospital for a while, at least until that girl... Julianne? <laughs> yeah, at least until her mother arrives. So why are you so protective of her? You don't even know her. Well, I'm, I'm worried about her, Pete. I still can't explain any of this, how she got on the lake and all that. I don't like not knowing things. Mom thinks you're doing this because of what happened to that Sharon Lane lady. You guys talk about me when I'm not here? Yeah. Of course. No, it doesn't have anything to do with her. Mom says you feel guilty about not being able to protect her. Did your mom say anything else? Plenty. What do you want to know? <laughs> I'm good. All right, I'm going to head back to the hospital. It must be nice to own your own business, so you could just get away whenever you want. Yeah. Suddenly, I'm anxious to get back to Chicago. Agent Beck, how's Julianne doing? The doctor says she's fine, physically. She still can't tell me anything. I'm going to get a candy bar. You mind walking with me? 
No, as long as she's all right. Why are you sticking around? Why do you care? Well, uh, I have my reasons. I did some digging in the Bureau's archives last night. I kind of knew who you were, but I didn't know the whole story. You probably still don't. Enlisted in the Army at 18, despite the fact that your family is stinking with money. As an E-5, you went to Ranger School. Fought a few battles in the Middle East before finishing your hitch. A few? My clearance only goes so high. Then you started working for Noble Security, and eventually ended up buying the company. All of this before your 30th birthday. Anything else? I know your security team rescued Ambassador Blevins and his staff from the Bindis during their little revolution. Didn't read the book. I'm waiting for the movie. Uh, I, I didn't rescue all of them. I wasn't able to save his chief, Sharon Lane. I thought I'd save you the trouble of bringing that part up. And to answer your next question, no, that's not what this is all about. So, why are you here? Maybe chivalry isn't dead, or, or maybe I have other sins to atone for. I doubt it. You're clean as the snow at the North Pole. You want something from the vending machine? I'm good. Well, I had this whole speech prepared about how Sharon Lane dying wasn't your fault. But I guess I don't need to say it. Nope. And whatever happens to Julianne Cormier isn't your problem either. And frankly, she's too young for you. Wow, thanks for mentioning that. What's going on? I have a text from the regional office in Green Bay. They want me to come in. That's only a couple hours away. Muller, take my card. My office is in Chicago, too. Give me a call. We'll grab lunch sometime. <laughs> sure, because this has just been so much fun. You never know. We may be able to help each other out. Professionally. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to barge in. Huh? Uh, no problem. Just giving her a tranquilizer. <laughs> but she's already asleep. Were you gonna run a jackhammer in here or something? <laughs> jackhammer. That's good. Uh, I don't mean to be that guy, but uh, scrubs tend to fit a lot better if you take your street clothes off first. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. But you're forgetting something. Oh, yeah? What's that? This! Oh, oh lucky punch. Hey! Hey, come back here! Oh. Go. Going down, I guess. You again? Stay out of this, mister. You're gonna get hurt. You don't scare me. Next time, I'm gonna get rough. in Julian's room. He was dressed like a doctor and he was I injecting something into her IV. She She's gone. She was just here. Where'd she go? I didn't give orders to move her. They took her. Who? Who took her? All right, let's get moving. No, how about we stay up? I don't have time for this. Well, you better make time, because I ain't gonna... I told you what would happen. Keep your nose out of our business. Jake! What happened? Oh, there were two guys got, 
I gotta go. You're bleeding. Come on, man. Oh, there you are. I got you. Uh, sorry. Listen to me, I'm following an ambulance. Why are you? D just listen to me. It looks like it's going northwest out of Escanaba. Just stay by your phone because I might be calling again. Is this another one of your crazy adventures? No, whatever this is, it's completely different. Just stay by your phone. Oh, okay, call me if you need me. I will. L.B. Campbell Air Force Base. I thought this place was deserted. Uncle Jake, where are you? I'm, I'm okay. Listen, I, I followed this ambulance to L.B. Campbell Air Force Base. It looks like they're driving it onto a transport plane. What's going on? They took Julianne. Huh? They're, they're flying her out of here. I gotta try to get on that plane. What? You hate flying. I can cut through the fence and get on the plane. Listen to me. Uncle Jake. No, I need you to call Agent Beck. Tell him exactly what I told you. I'll give him a call when I can. Uh, uh, can you and your dad get my truck before the weather turns bad? Sure, but... I gotta go, Pete. Listen, pray for me. Ah, Jake. What are you doing? Bravo Oscar, 826, you're clear for takeoff. Roger, Tower. Safe travels, Bravo Oscar. Secretary may be here for a while. You have no right to treat us this way or to occupy our embassy. This is American soil. Maybe you haven't looked outside the window lately, but there is a revolution going on, and the Bendy people will not suffer under an oppressive regime any longer. Why are you keeping us here? Keep your woman quiet. What? Sharon, she asked a good question. America has done nothing to the Bendy people that you should be taking us hostage. It's true that American policy has been to ignore my people. But you have a history of aggression against our brothers in other countries. So this is just a show of power? You do realize that my government will never negotiate with you. As soon as they see a dead body on the news, your leaders will roll over and do whatever we ask. Your citizens do not have to stomach. Help me! There are black trucks lining the southern wall of the compound! There's no way they can get in without a- Sharon, ah! 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 get down! Put that weapon down! Can you Americans stick your nose where it does not belong? I'm gonna count to one! No! I won't! Uh, uh, uh. 
Mr. Ambassador, do we have to go now? I, I have papers I need to destroy. Michael, it's too late for that. Where are the papers? Are they in this in room? In the file cabinet. Mr. Ambassador, we're gonna light this room up anyway. They'll be destroyed. We got a boogie. Thank you. We're going out through the windows. Our suburbans are on the street, but only for another three minutes. What about our Marine detachment? There will be Somebody out. else has them, sir. We need to go now. Nate, lead the way. I'll torch the room and follow. Follow me. Okay, okay. What branch are your boys with, son? We're private security, sir. The Ranger team deployed to rescue wouldn't be here for another six hours. We didn't think you'd want to wait. Thank God for you, for all of you. You'll have plenty of time to thank God later, right? No! Nate, take the ambassador. I got, I got her. Okay. All right, all right, I got you, ma'am. What's your, what's your name? Uh, I'm Jake. Listen, don't worry. I'm going to get you out of here. I know this hurts, but I got to pick you up. I just need to finish one thing. All right, all right we're going now. This is Bravo Oscar 826 requesting clearance to land on runway 3. Over. Bravo Oscar, you are cleared to land on runway 3. Over. Roger that, Tower. Thanks. Out. <sighs> I like these short hops. It makes me feel like I did a day's work in two hours. <laughs> I like that we have time to spend in Chicago. There's a blues club I keep hearing about that I want to get to. What, what are you talking about? We're not going to be here that long. <laughs> they didn't tell you? We aren't leaving until morning, which gives me plenty of time to get into trouble. Hmm. How far are we from downtown? Ten miles, maybe? The cab will get us there in no time. I'll tell you what, you put this thing on the deck and I'll pay for the cab. Roger that. Last time I was in Chicago, she gave me her phone number. So give her a call. Not if we're leaving in a few hours. Look out! Uh, the girl from Michigan is in that van, isn't she? I thought she was going to watch my car. <laughs> Don't ask me, man. Nobody tells me nothing. Oh, come on, brother. Answer the phone. This is Nate. Go. Nate, it's Jake. Shut up and listen to me. Yeah, boss. Sure. All right, I just kidnapped a girl. No, no, that's not right. So, someone else kidnapped her, and I grabbed her back. What are you talking the about? The girl Pete and I found in Michigan. Someone drugged her and took her from the hospital. They they put her on a plane at an abandoned Air Force base, and I snuck on board. Wait, where are you now? The plane landed at Glenview. The naval base? I, I thought it was close. Yeah, listen, I'm in the van with this girl, Julianne. I need to lay low for a while. I don't want to bring her to my house or the office. The guys I took her from may know who I am. I'm still in Florida, but my flight doesn't leave until around noon tomorrow. <sighs> okay, all right, all right. I think I have an idea. Listen, call me when you get back to town. I got a feeling I'm gonna need your help with this. You got it, boss. <sighs> Jake, this plan is either brilliant or the dumbest thing you've ever come up with. Everything's automated. 
Isn't it, Creighton? <laughs> Can you believe that? I actually believe that the robots are going to take over the world. The robots. And I'll tell you why. Tell me why, Danny. I was getting an iced coffee from a gas station machine, and I put the same amount of ice I always Iced use. coffee in November. You're clearly not in Chicago. Runs, I kid you not, Jimmy. It runs over the side of my car. Same ice as always? Same ice. That's a 21st century problem. What do you hear, Crichton? Is somebody... We're not expecting company, are we? Yeah? Ariana, it's Jake. Jake? You've got to be kidding me. What are you doing here? I need your help. Can you let me in? Crichton, quiet. Please. Hang on. Thanks. Excuse me. What is this? You're bringing a drunk girl to my house? Seriously? She's not drunk. She's sedated. Oh, hello, Crichton. Are you out of your mind, Jake? You've done some dumb stuff in the past, but this... I need your help. She does, too. I, I didn't know where else to go. Who is she? Her name is Julianne, and some people are trying to hurt her. I, I think. I guess I don't know exactly what they're trying to do. Put her down over there. Nice couch. Is it new? Why is she wearing a hospital gown, Jake? Because these guys, whoever they are, they took her from a hospital in Michigan. They loaded her up in... Okay, listen, can I just get a drink, and then I'll tell you the whole story, and I'll get out of your hair for a while. You're going to leave her here? Just for tonight. You're not working, are you? I was about to go to bed. Perfect. Not perfect, Jake. You can't just break up with me and then Ari, drop let... some sedated girl off on my couch and leave. Okay, first of all, I didn't just break up with you. You broke up with me, and that was almost a year ago. I don't want to... And she needs your help. Please, Ari. This story better be good. Yeah. Still not sure how it's going to end. I hope I didn't wake up your parents, Pete. I know your mom gets weird when she's tired. No, I'm glad you called, Uncle Jake. I was getting worried. Last I heard, you were getting on an airplane. I figured something had to be pretty messed up. Yeah, I just got home. Oh, hang on a second. Uh, I dropped Julianne at Ari's house and dumped the ambulance out in Mount Prospect. How'd you get home? I found a taxi. Uh, look, I just wanted to call and let you know that I got home okay, and I'll try to get up there next week to pick up the truck. Can I drive it? No. Now, I gotta get some shut-eye. Good night, Pete. Night, Uncle Jake. Uh, everything... Will be better. This isn't happening. It is happening, Jake. What? You will make it happen. No, no. Help me, Jesus. What? Uh, 
Who's, who's there? Who's there? Oh my... Oh. Lord, I need you. God, give me some peace of mind. I don't know what's going on, but it doesn't feel right. Lord, keep the evil one away from me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Agent Beck. Agent Beck, Jake Muller. When I said to call me for lunch, I thought you'd wait longer than a day. I wasn't planning on calling so quick either. I assume you heard that Julian disappeared from the hospital? Careful how you say it. She didn't disappear. Some guys in an ambulance took her. I hear you tried to stop them. I tried. I got my butt kicked in the process. So what happened? Well, I followed the ambulance out of town. They went to L.B. Campbell Air Force Base. I watched them drive the ambulance onto a transport plane and take off. Seriously? Were there any markings on the plane? Not that I saw. Well, I admire you for restraining yourself and not trying to sneak on the plane or something equally stupid. Yeah. We don't know who these guys are. I don't want to see you getting mixed up in anything. Where are you now? Uh, I'm back in Chicago, actually. I came back right away. Good. I want you to distance yourself from this whole kerfuffle. Best thing you can do. Okay. I'll be back in town later this afternoon. Why don't you come by my office? Try to remember anything you can. It's a missing person case now, and you were the last one to see her. I, I suppose I was. Yeah, so come on by. I was wondering when I'd see you again. What's that? Uh, nothing. I'll, I'll stop by your office later. See you. See you later. That was the FBI. That's a big surprise. Come on, someone wants to see you. Why is this happening to me? Who's doing this? I'm trying to figure it out, Julian. Until I do, I just need to make sure you're safe. She can stay here for now, so that's not a problem. I really appreciate it. Uh, Julian, Ariane is a nurse. I'm a physician's assistant now, actually. So, if you start feeling weird or out of sorts, she can help. What if they done stuck something in me, y'all? Really? That's something we need to know. Something caused your temperature to spike the other day. If it happens again, we need to figure out what's causing it. And that's something I don't understand. What? Well, Jake said he found you wandering around in a snowstorm with no jacket. There's no evidence showing that your body has been exposed to cold weather for any length of time. I think she probably hadn't been out there for that long. And besides, her body temp was, I don't know, pretty hot. I don't remember none of this, y'all. What do you remember? Not much. I was walking home. It was in the afternoon, but kind of cloudy like it was gonna rain. Then it got windy-windy, and I seen a light. That's it. That's it? That's all I know, y'all. Julian, you sound like there's more to the story. That's it, that's all I know. Any thoughts or even gut feelings? Anything would help? No. I don't know, maybe. What is it, honey? Nothing really, more like a dream. What was it? It was like someone took me and I went flying. Did somebody take you? In, in your dream, I mean? There was someone there, but I don't remember what they looked like. It seemed pretty real. It's okay, you're safe now. Am I? I don't feel safe, no.
She's asleep. Did you want something to eat? I'm good. I'm not even hungry, all this stuff. She's afraid that aliens are gonna come for her. You don't really believe in this stuff, do you? I never did. I have two choices right now. Either aliens grabbed her and for what purpose, or someone human took her, and again, why? This is not my world, Jake. I try to heal people for a living, not find new ways to torture them. And I try to protect people. I know. I just, I don't want to think about all of this. UFOs, aliens, and... Does that mean you might believe in this stuff? As a Christian, I have a hard time believing in extraterrestrials. But? But I've never met somebody who'd been abducted before. You should talk to Pastor Omak about this. <laughs> I haven't talked to him in a while. I know he'd love to hear from you. And he knows something about this stuff. About what stuff? About aliens? UFOs. That kind of thing. Well, I appreciate you letting her stay here. I know it's weird. I'm used to weird from you. Well, this is weird even by my standards. I just wanted to say thanks. You're welcome. I'm gonna get going. There's a couple people I need to talk to. Okay. I'm off tonight again, so I can keep an eye on Julian. Thanks. You know, there's something you said that you were wrong about. What? I never broke up with you. It never happened. Don't do this to me, Jake. No, I'll let you borrow my copy when I see you again. Yeah, yeah, it's got life in the fast lane. It's totally remastered. Hold it. Hold it. He just came out. No, no, he's alone. I don't know. I'm sure he hasn't seen me. He's, he's walking right past the car. You want me to grab him now? Fine. I'll follow him and let you know where to send backup. I hear this kid is pretty good in a fight. Yeah, just be ready for my call. Okay, I can't talk now. I'm, I'm driving. Illinois has laws. I'll talk to you later. All right, Mr. Muller. Looks like you're headed downtown. Fine with me. I've been going through the FBI files on extraterrestrial stuff for the last couple days. It doesn't wash. So the FBI does have files on this stuff? Yeah, and it's about as thin as a Lou Malnati's menu. If you think we have the X-Files in the basement, forget it. <laughs> like you'd tell me if you did? Come on. You said you don't believe in ETs anyway. I'm not trying to be rude. I just have enough trouble profiling criminals without Klaatu or Zaphod Beeblebrox getting in the mix. Fair enough. I'll tell you what. If we find any sign of Julian Cormier, I'll be sure to let you know. I have your story, so I don't know what else you can do for us right now. Okay, I get it. I know when to take a powder. Well, have a good day, Agent Beck. I'll be looking forward to hearing from you soon. Hey, don't forget to have my assistant validate your parking ticket. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> do we have everyone in position? Good. Just keep moving so you don't attract attention. Okay. I have eyes on him. He's dialing his phone. Heading 
South? Why is he going south? Well, Nate, let's hope your plane wasn't delayed. Nate, Nate, are you back in Chicago? Yeah, I've been waiting for my bags. What's up, boss? I'm, I'm headed down Dearborn towards Washington. I, I have a couple guys following me. What makes you think that? Well, I've seen the same guy twice today. He was outside Ariana's house, and I thought I saw him before I went into the Daily Center. Ariana's house? What's up with that? No, it's not what you think. Too bad. So you got two shadows? At least. They're both dressed in black suits. It's kind of weird. Sunglasses? Uh, one of them, yeah. All right, well, just stay on the phone with me, Nate. I'm gonna take these guys for a walk. Oh, yeah? Where to? I'm thinking the Art Institute might be the culture we need. Nice. I love this surround. Well, in that case, let's go have a look. Okay, I'm just getting to my car now. Where are you now? I'm heading up the steps by the Allsdorf Galleries. Your friend's still following you? One is, for sure. The other guy I haven't seen since I crossed Michigan Avenue. He might be waiting outside. Any idea who they are yet? Nope. I can tell he's not an art lover, this guy. I'm looking at him in the reflection of a poster, and he's not looking at anything but me. Well, maybe he thinks you're cute. Uh, hang on. Okay, all right. I'm getting in my car now. All right, how soon do you think you can be here? If the traffic breaks right, half an hour. That work for you? I can look around the Institute all day. I don't know about Tweedledee, though. If he makes a move, I'll have to take him down. Well, let's hope it don't come to that. At least until I get there. Don't waste any time. Just stand by a second. I'm going hands-free. I don't need to get pulled over for talking on the phone. Well, the Monet haystacks look glorious today. The Syrah should be ahead on your right. Yep, exactly where I left it. You know, I never took you for an art. Oh, don't what? Are you okay? Nate! Nate! I'm all right, but some bitty pulled out right in front of me. I'm out of action, brother. Should I get motor to you? He's running a team in Iraq right now. What about nowhere? Oh, O'Hare's guarding a sheik in London. All right, looks like I'm on my own for now. Sorry, Jake. I don't know what to say. I'll take care of this. You take care of yourself. Well, here you go, Jakers. Hang on, guys. Something's happening. He may have spotted me somehow. He's getting agitated. Okay, now he's going to the stairs. He's rabbiting. How soon can you get the team set up on Michigan? Excuse me? That's not fast enough. I don't know which way he's going. I'm not outside yet. Watch it. He's booking. Something's going on. Okay, he's headed north. Where are you? Yeah, I see you. Come get me. Because I'm tired. What if you can follow on foot? You don't have to find a place. Just stop and I'll get in. Helmet, get out. Follow that guy in the green jacket. Just rest your feet. Hamu can get him. I've been following this guy for the last hour and a half. You think he's going back to his car? Probably. It's in that wacky round parking lot by the river. Uh, it looks like he's headed right to it. We know where he's going. Let's get there ahead of him. All right. Nars, I need to remember where I parked. Oh, Ari, why is she calling me now? Ari, is everything okay? Yeah, Jake. 
can you do me a favor? We need some milk. Now's really not a good time. I got a couple guys following me, and I don't think they want my autograph. Uh-oh. Well, what can I do to help? Don't let Julianne out of your sight. Whatever you do, don't lose her. Okay, I can't talk, Dory. These guys mean business. And they're not being subtle. I'll move! Get him! Crack him! Oh, oh, they're trying to corner me. There's only one way for me to go. Cut him off! These guys haven't seen Butch Cassidy. What? Jake, what are you doing? Trust me, you don't want to know. And that's this week's show. Please check out the show notes at sonicsociety.org for where you can purchase your next adventure at jakemulleradventures.com. Our adventure continues next week. And that's just Jake with me. For David Alt and myself, have a safe week, and we'll see you all next Sunday. Have a great day. The Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Battery, along with my associates, Arnie Kunchbein. I can introduce myself. Thank you very much. All right. Hi, I'm Arnie Kunchbein. That's it? That's it. And also, do you want me to introduce you, Brad? Well, of course, Mr. Bell. That's your job as host. Thank you, Brad. And I'd like to introduce Brad... Hold it. What? Here's your script. Script? Well, you gotta know what to say. All right. <clears throat> and introducing Brad Montworth, a salesman, incomparable public relations expert, and, of course, unrivaled attorney at law. No, come on, you know how to say it, Mr. Bell. Unrivaled attorney, attorney at, at law. law. Oh, Mr. Bell, you shouldn't say those things. You make me blush. Can I do my introduction over again? No. We're here for an important reason. Very important. Indeed. If you think you deserve significant financial compensation, call Brad Motworth, attorney, attorney at law. Oh, boy. At 555-4... No, 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 no. We're here to remind everybody to take steps to avoid the coronavirus. Yeah, don't catch it. Because there's no one you can sue. Wash your hands thoroughly and keep social distancing. What? Social distancing. One more time. Stay about six feet away from everybody else. Right, very good. Oh, I gotta wash my hands thoroughly. I don't want to get me this corona. Ooh, keep your distance now. Socially. I want to keep feeling fine.
and Corona. Never gonna stop getting squirts from my Purell. I'm always gonna buy all the toilet paper that they sell. Bye, 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 bye. bye. Whoa. Bye, bye, Corona. Bye, Corona. Don't get no closer, huh? Beat it, huh? Far enough where I can't see your eyes, Corona. An illness history is not for me. Uh-uh. Don't want to try your COVID on for size, Corona. Never gonna touch. Stay away. My epidermis never wants to be close to where that nasty germ is. Bye, 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 bye. Woo. Fly Corona! Captain Fly Corona! What? Pumpkin Pie Corona! Now wait a minute! Goodbye Corona! Good Corona! Good riddance!